Welcome back to episode six, I think. It's six, right? We're over on five. There about. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Okay, so I'll just call it episode six and I'll figure it out when we get there. Of this one, Macho, the people behind all the media that you guys see on on, on, on Texan. Uh, we're still without Ed because he's still on compassionate leave. I'll prepare some of your exams. Um, so this week, I would like to introduce the team. Gonna keep doing new things every episode. To my immediate right is Faram Zingo, um, known uh, known contrarian, Instagram flex boy, and a savage on Twitter. Uh, he does Instagram what? <laughs> Instagram flex boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? And and the, the greatest savage on Twitter. That that, 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 that. Well, he's he's in my top five. He's in my top five. Of yep. great, greatest Twitter savages, and he writes uh, articles, um, some in, some interesting articles on on, on Texan. Might want to check those out. Might want to check mine out first, but you know you can check his out. And then to my left is Shamiso, um, our social media editor. Um, ah, I don't know how to describe Shami. Um, <laughs> don't have nothing to lie about. Eh? You can't call her Twitter flex well I'll, I'll find something um shami is 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 rambunctious she's fun uh, i've never heard her like not being positive which kind of scares me um you know oh no it happens what do you mean it happens it happens, it happens sometimes mm, i don't believe that really no, i don't believe that no it happens i have my I day i haven't seen it yet i haven't seen it yet yeah. yeah, no, that says more about you guys than it says about me. How <laughs> so? It means that you guys... No, no, really. Like, okay, on a serious note, usually you're just a, a result of your environment most of the time. So it just means that you guys are cool. I thought you meant we, we don't notice. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, you just haven't I, seen it. I hope you see it soon because it'll break the, the the positive. I don't want it. I don't want it to happen, of course. But I just, you know, just one day to see angry Shami would be cool. I just to see Shami, what she like. This man said he 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 hopes to see you angry. Like that's a scary thing. <laughs> I would watch my I back if I'm angry. Nah, you probably won't see me. Not like super angry. Nah, that that's that's not my vibe. Ah, well. <laughs> Nah, that's not my vibe. All right. So, so sitting in between them is me. My name is Valentine. I am the coolest person it takes in, like bar none. Like they're they're all the second coolest, but but I am the coolest <laughs> person it takes in. Um, I'm also the nicest person around. Okay, I'm just lying. I I, I write nice I, and cool. Nice and cool doesn't usually. <laughs> 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 it's not a happy thing. <laughs> I know. Okay, let, let me be honest. I am. I am the. I'm one of the shadows at Texan, um, and that's the best way to describe it. Um, a writer as well. Like I said before, check my stuff. You have to check my stuff. What does shadow mean? You know that guy who just lurks. You know, just there, thereabouts. That is so that. creepy. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. Serial killer hands. <laughs> 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 I'm not a serial killer. Uh, far from it. 
nothing has been proven yet. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, so this is a show where we just, you know, have a quote-unquote human conversation. Well, there are two humans here, which are Shami and, and, and Farag. I'm, I'm just a spectator. I won't say where I'm from, but, you know, um, <laughs> where we just basically talk about anything. So before we started, Shami for the first week was unprepared and... I, I I wasn't betting on Fry uh, to be prepared, so I'm, I'm going to start and say um, this is a bit off topic for Zim, um, but then again, it's one of those things that is like been in the public eye or whatnot uh, for mm-hmm. the past two or three days, and and obviously we all know what it is: it's the United States elections. Yeah. I was literally was going to use that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Good. Yeah, now I'm on zero. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Valentine, why? Why not? Like, like I'm saying to y'all guys, like this is how this is how this podcast. We are not prepared, and I, I'm glad that it it shows now that I picked everybody's topic. So uh, I'm safe this time. Going first saved me. I think I should do this more often. So, um, <laughs> my questions to you guys is. Mm-hmm. Who are you supporting? I, although it it means very little to us because it's not gonna the knock on effect yeah. to us is probably minimal. But like yeah. just from a political theater point of view, like like who are you supporting? Why? I think that's where I'll start. Um, I'm not really. Uh, I can't say I'm supporting anyone. You know, like sometimes, well, in fact, most of the time when you're not on the ground, you don't you don't see what what exactly is going on like I have no idea what the states is like besides what I've seen on tv so I don't really know I can't say I I was supporting anyone but like most people I was obviously to a certain extent rooting for for Biden just simply because it's something different and I like to see democracy like people's rights being exercised you know what I mean where it actually matters <laughs> so for me that's that's a big deal to watch that when people say yeah we're we're voting and it's gonna change something and it actually does like you know their votes matter so that that's it's it's entertaining to watch but I I can't really say I'm I'm supporting or, or anything like that it's really just it's intriguing more than anything. Okay. So, so maybe similar to Shami in that not necessarily support, but I, w- I would mm-hmm. I would say definitely want to see Trump out of there um, for two particular reasons. I mean, some people say he's been good for the economy. I can't speak against or to that. I do not have enough yeah. information. But my 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 problems with the guy is. Um, he he's too chaotic for my liking like four more years of waking up to weird tweets from him uh too chaotic for my liking and and when i've seen him speak many times it seems he he gets off on um uh dividing people he seems like a person who is trying his best to pull people apart and for me that 
just doesn't sit right. That's I I, mm. I, I, I fail to understand it. So like I, I don't necessarily have a problem with people who support him or think he's been good for the economy and all that. I can't speak to that. But from what I've seen, at least when I see him speak or when I hear him speak, he sounds like a person who is out to to, to hurt people. That's that's what it sounds like to me. He doesn't sound like a person there to unite people. And for me, that's a bit worrying. So I, I'd rather he not win. Would I be crushed if he did? Not necessarily, but I, I would be tired for the next four years. Like, oh my God, this guy, he seems like a maniac to me. At least. <laughs> not to say he's not intelligent, but he seems like some there's something wrong there like so yeah, yeah. For, for the sake of peace i would rather he he goes so yeah if, if it's a reflection of anything it's that i really don't know anything about biden as well <laughs> but i think exactly. he, will be, he will be less chaotic than, than trump that's what i think yeah, yeah and just for a bit of faith in humanity as well because i mean if if trump wins again it shows you yeah. <laughs> like the higher percentage of people in the thought pattern that they have it's like mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just it's, it's it's pretty frightening but like I, i'm i'm not totally sold on the biden guy because like he just seems like he's a political algorithm um you know uh like he's better obviously like orders of magnitude mm. better but like the dude does not yeah. seem like he stands for anything like I watch like I, I I've been watching American uh, American political theater for a while because we can't really call it serious politics because ninety nine percent of the time it's PR stuff. <laughs> they just show you the stuff that you are meant to see, the stances you're meant to see. All the serious stuff is back channel stuff that happens behind closed doors and all that kind of stuff. So I've, I've mainly treated like a TV show, like you know House of Cards or something like that. Yeah. And like if you dig deep into these people's histories, you see the weird positions they held, and Biden held some seriously weird positions back in the nineties. I was like, yo, bruh, like, 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 seriously. Oh, and then now, like, it's like how they rehabilitate their image when, when it's time to go for president or when things change. Um, like the, 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 the gay vote, the gay vote, uh, the gay marriage act. I think he was against it back in the 90s because I remember seeing a video where he was legit against it. Even Hillary at some point was against it as well, Hillary Clinton. And then when it mm. became in vogue, these guys kind of sort of rehabilitated their image to make it look as if, you know, they had been with y'all all along. And I'm like, Oh, really? The guy I was going for, like, the guy I thought would be the Democratic nominee um, would be uh, Bernie Sanders, because for us, he's the best example for what Africa should be going towards, something that is more people-centric. Because, like, his, his views are mainly based on, yeah, let's get healthcare to the people. You know, the, yeah. the, your taxes should amount to you getting healthcare from the government, like what Canada and all the countries do. And then, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> let's try to make tertiary education as affordable as possible because it's expensive to send someone to university it's like an entire investment to do that although and i can see why people now look at you know university and say you know i'd rather invest the um, x amount of money let's say uh ballpark figure like the 15 20 000 that you're going to use yeah or it, it could be more in america because it's, it's in the hundreds of thousands way more, way more. <laughs> yeah and let me let me let me take that money and start a business um instead of using that money but if if education is important like I know people say, you know, university just barely gets you there, barely gets you prepared. But then again, the, the information you learn there is vital, like in, in the way you think, especially. And like his mindset has always been like that because I've been checking out, I was checking out videos of him like back in the 70s. And he's been pretty much been saying the same thing since mm -hmm. he was, since he, since he was like elected as mayor of, uh, what was that town called? 
pull out the town until it became sanity. <laughs> he's been saying that he's been saying the same thing, and I'm like, can't, isn't this the, the consistency that people should look for in in leader? But then Biden looked like the safe option for for president because he appeals like Bernie's too left, and I got that. Like my 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 hope in him getting there was you know more like hey, if it happens, you know it's going to be monumentous. Mm. But it didn't because Biden is a safe option. He's center. So, you know, some people, some people on the right will bite on his message and then the left, because we can't see Trump in there for another four years, will bite on his message. And, you know, he's the biggest magnet. And it's it's, it's kind of showing with the way the, the, the votes are gone. I think he's on 71 million or something, which is the most that any American president has ever gotten in an election, mm-hmm. which kind of shows the, the strategy. And, and I get it. The, the point of this election was just to get old orange boy out. And <laughs> true to that, yes, like, what, what, yes, yeah, because what, what you were saying for us is absolutely spot on. The guy just creates chaos for chaos's sake. Like, yo, yeah, you don't need to antagonize people like that. And then the worst exactly. thing is so that... maybe maybe another thing to just add to that is so even people who like uh defend the economic policy and whatnot is that's fair and fine. Maybe he has made strides there, but socially, man, like socially, that guy is is tearing the place apart. Like, like you how, I don't think you can deny that. Like he's, he, he can't, he can't navigate those situations with with the nuance they require. That's how. That's what I feel. But but more interesting is why are those all those guys seem like very old, like worryingly old, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the things that um that I, that I was concerned about. That do you not have young leaders capable enough to lead the country? Are you still looking at old heads uh, to get people out there? And I can get it for Republicans because Republicans, well, the current iteration of the Republican Party, because it's gone through many um, versions in its past. <clears throat> Sorry, seems to lean more to the to, to the, and I'm, I won't mince words here, to to the, to the white male who's of a certain age. And I'm like, yeah. don't you have <laughs> like like the, the I don't know how uh, Ricky Rubio is doing or whatnot. Um, is that his name even? Uh, there's a guy Rubio, who's a senator, Rubio so. I know is a basketball player. <laughs> He's a basketball, the point guard, yeah. So Rubio, I don't, I don't know if I got his name right, but Rubio, I might, I might have actually referenced the basketball player, but the senator Rubio uh, from from wherever he was, with, he was one of the runners at some point. Um, I don't know, like he's young, he seems young enough, uh, but I don't know why they don't push for that. They seem to go for the older, you know, type, and that's 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 even the, the Democrats, like Bernie Sanders was really old, like <laughs> the guy that had a heart attack. Or something close to during the the yeah. the, the primaries, and you're like oh, the, the, like we should be looking to the younger generation to take over because although Bernie's mind is progressive, um, I don't think the strain of being president is going to be good for his body because you know we also how Obama aged, guy went in there fresh faced guy you know came out grayer than ever. I was like yeah you don't you don't want this for someone who's north of seventy five <laughs> to, to be to be in that position. Yeah. 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 So if, if I guess if, we all agree that the guy has to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's about leave. time. But yeah, there's, there's some interesting stuff. A lot of people I, I I I seem to be seeing, even like people in Zim, a lot were saying he should stay, blah blah blah. But I, I didn't really look into that much. Yeah. Just found it pretty intriguing. But like, if, if you're Zimbabwean and you're saying. You support Trump, okay? I, your political affiliations are your own, and you're you're allowed to have that, even though it doesn't affect yeah. you. But like, and it's your opinion, which you which you're entitled to, fair enough. But we're also entitled entitled to to have an opinion of your opinion, and you should be open to that. 
And my opinion on that is that, yo, bruh, like, what are you getting? Like, this guy preaches everything that we that, that we don't want. We don't want to, you know, start a situation where races or tribe, especially in Africa, where tribe, tribalism is a big issue, where there's a separation mm-hmm. of that. People start, start saying, okay, um, us and them. Like, nah, we don't want something like that. And what, what it does, it then, like, gives the other autocrats around the world the kind of, you know... Yeah, yeah, it really gives the them... kind of going like <laughs> okay so the big guy yeah so like the Duterte's in I think it was the Philippines or Thailand or whatever also start their, their own stuff the Bolsonaro's in Brazil also get you know hyped up and then obviously bad although nothing no one can do anything to Putin but he will just have a little bit more wiggle room to do things because yeah and, and and maybe an example actually closer to home is when 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 Trump yesterday he was saying the election is, is being rigged or they're trying to steal the election I don't know what exactly he said we already had like local officials. I think the spokesperson for the Minister of Information who jumped on that immediately and he said, look, it's everywhere. Controversy surrounding elections is everywhere. So it's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's hard to give that guy a green light when everything connects with everything like that. And then now he's giving these guys impunity and, and, and they're already hinting at chaos and yeah, it's mm. just, I don't know, he's, he's just too much for me personally. Just way too yeah. much. And, like he inflames people in a way that I don't understand. Like you don't want to, exactly. like what you're saying at the beginning is dividing people. Now, and I, when I was, when I was uh, just walking downstairs in the morning, early in the morning, I was watching CNN. Well, CNN is probably not the best place for you to get your 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 news because they're very left leaning and, and 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 I'm as liberal as they get and they irk me in in the worst of ways. But like when you hear reports of you know people who are counting votes, like these are people who legit taking their time to stay overnight to make sure people get results. Mm-hmm. And you've got mm-hmm. Trump fans and MAGA guys outside chanting, you know, stop the vote. And I'm like, yo, these guys are exercising your demo. You don't understand how lucky you guys are that you have a process this transparent. That it it's very by the hour. Yeah. And, you know, there is a, you guys get to vote by mail, you know, early in advance. You guys get catered to, your democracy gets catered to, to a point where you, like, mm-hmm. for us, we dream of, of stuff like that, where you get, you know, people, our, our election, although not, 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 not dip into the political, because, eh, you know, don't have time for some politics, but, um, uh, you know, you, you're an example. You're an example to to the rest of the world, and you guys are protesting the fact that other citizens were able to exercise their constitutional right yeah. in a manner that you didn't agree to, and we're in a pandemic. I was just so confused. And and that was wasn't that because he he wrote some letter where he said uh, where he signed off, let's fight back, and and ah man, for me, yeah, it's a no for me. Man. He's not my guy. I just he's not my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's a strange state of affairs that we're going to go into. And hopefully, if, if Biden wins, we can... Like, the one thing that I've constantly been hearing from, like, independent political pundits, like, if you want to check these guys out, like, uh, Pacman and Kal Kalinsky, you can check those out. If you really want to, like, have a scan at the liberal side of American media, the guys are quite partial as well. I think Kal Kalinsky's channel is called Secular Talk. You can also check out um, the majority mm-hmm. report with Sam Cedar. Those guys are really good, too. And if you're on the right wing, you can check out your Benjamin Shapiro's. Because just to be fair, because you know you might as well. Alex, um, Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones. Yeah, you can check out your Alex Jones's. Um, you can check out what's his name, uh, LaRush Limbaugh. You can check out. Um, there's one more I'm forgetting. Uh, Stephen Crowder. 
a lot of the crowd. You can check out those guys if you're a right wing fan and you can see what they're saying. Just be partial. But the one thing that um, uh, David Pakman said uh, this morning, I think, on, on one of his recorded episodes was that there are people like the, the, there is no shift. There is no we're going to the good side or, you know, America is going to the good uh, because we've elected Biden. We have to remember about the millions, the tens of millions of people who voted for Trump. And are those people going to be catered to? How are they going to feel going into this era? Mm. Was still made made true by the fact, made worse by the fact that Trump is saying that the election was rigged when it wasn't. And what's going to happen? Because mm. we saw the, the the Black Lives Matter movement and all the protests. Could we? And I'm not trying to stir up anything here. Speculation. Could we see something of a right wing version of that? Because I think he's sitting at 68 million votes, and those are more votes than he got in 2016. So. Sorry, what are you saying? No, you, I you're saying that's there. a lot of votes. The yeah. 68 million. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, it's crazy. And yeah. how, how are they going to react if in the event that he loses? Like, And I, I know this, will, this, will, this episode will probably come out when we have some sort of certainty with, with the results or some sort of direction. So you know, these are just thoughts at the time. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll know who the president is at that point by the time this comes up. Plus, I'm also rooting for for Biden because someone on Twitter said they're gonna post a a, a twerking video if if Biden wins. <laughs> so I was this guy. This is me directly benefiting now. Like, maybe <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I could I could go next. I. I, I stumbled upon an interesting thought. Um, 10 million on the line. Are you guys signing up for Big Brother Africa or any of those kind of shows where you guys are like in one house, like Love Island, Big Brother type shows? Are you guys signing up? We put the money on the line and you go there for like a month or whatever. So it, do, do I get the 10 million just for signing up or? 10 million to nope. win. No, no, you get it to win if you win. <laughs> uh, it is actually too much, even like 1 million. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, USD, of course. USD, of course. Yeah, if it was, if it was Zimquacha, then I'd never ever use it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I think I'll compete. I think it, it'll be interesting to be, you know, part of that kind of environment. I'm pretty sure I'll get voted out first. But like I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'll be it'll be cool to to you know sit with people and act like you know we're living why, on the why, would get, why would you get voted out first? Is it because um, people similar to Valentine don't watch that kind of stuff, so they can't vote for their for their own kind or <laughs> <laughs> for their own kind? Yeah, that, that that end you know like the first few days I'll be there out sussing out you know. You know, I'll, I'll be too tight to go with it, and then people will figure it out that this guy is, is trying to trying to divide us, he's trying to bring us apart. He's trying to win this money, and he's trying to Trump the, the Big Brother house. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely go in the old tactical man, like you know, because because yeah. I'm not trying to stereotype anyone, but the people who who like. But then again, if you say you're not stereotyping, you're pretty much going to. Yeah. So let's not lie to one another here. Yeah. So okay, yeah. the people that I think watch or participate in that kind of show, uh are people that come in there thinking very highly of themselves. Like, you know, you're going there to make a mark, you know, um, because the chances <laughs> of you put it out are high. 
So you yeah. then say, okay, listen, I'm going to be as me or more than that. So that maybe someone or some industry with an interest in my services can then I can come I can become the host of MTV based an MTV based show, yeah. yeah, or a channel O show and stuff like that. So th- those characters I think are, are interesting to play upon because it's 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 vanity. So you just be like you know the, the yes man just agreeing to all kind of stuff while having little nefarious schemes behind forming alliances. That'd be fun. And on live TV too. Yeah. Oh, I, I would love I would love to be a snake on live TV to be honest because ah that'd be fun. <laughs> And then yeah, no, I would. I it's it's not my thing, uh, <laughs> for several reasons. Like I would watch, I would watch the show, but like to actually go on, I would never. Simply because I can't imagine being in a house full of strangers. Like I don't know people's habits or people's attitudes. <laughs> and people, uh, I I would, you know, and, and I'm a generally like what you guys said, like literally 99.8 not even 99.9 percent of the time i'm literally like when you catch me i will be happy i will be smiling i'll be positive literally full time that's just how i am all the time that is that would be the point eight math, math, what is that point one point zero whatever you know whatever is remaining from from the 100 percent after that that's where you would see me i cannot like literally like Stay with someone that I don't know and be like, yeah, especially females. <laughs> because mm. females, ish, I feel like I'm betraying, I'm betraying the, the the whole, you know, but I just have to be honest. Females have issues, bro. Like they're <laughs> not easy to deal what, what with. kind of what and kind like of- in bulk, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like the, I tap out. You know why? 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 <laughs> I can't. I can't sell out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like the the, the like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. What did you um, say, Fari? I said you prefer your females in doses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, no, yeah, like yeah, no, it's it's safer that way. Like you have to find the the there's a very delicate balance. You know what I've noticed, just to even like sidetrack for a sec. Like females have like bruh, like men men are loyal. Like there's that loyalty that's like like it's real loyalty as well. But females have this thing where it's a little bit like like people like best friends, like they'll be like but yeah. they're still kind of snakish like, <laughs> like someone can be like no this is my best friend but they'll come and tell me something like something so negative about their best friend about that I'm like person. I'm pretty sure she wouldn't want me to know this yeah, yeah and I'm like but she'll be like no but that's my best friend yeah like and that's women eh? that's female like someone comes to me and they're like this is my friend uh, or they tell you something and you're like I thought you guys were were, were cool and maybe at that yeah. point, maybe they are cool or they're not cool. Whatever you get, mm. it's, and then you see them a few weeks later, and they're together. And it's like that's kind of weird, is it not? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. That, I, I that's the thing. That. So like the, the idea, and that's people you know. That's people you know. Like, can you imagine when it's like a house, literally, where the whole game is strategy, <laughs> and it's like I could never, because that's not my vibe. Like, it's just not me. Like, I, I'm too. Not, honest, not like, I'm too, brother. 
Like, I, I, no, I'm not a schemer. Like, I'm too open. It would be like, okay, yeah, we know everything she's doing. Like, so it, it just wouldn't work. And then I'd also just be so but that would get you fans. Because you can't really trust anyone on the show. Like, you being authentic would get you fans, though. Yeah. Yeah, but you'll always be up, like, nominated, isn't it? <laughs> like, to go home. But your fans will save you, though. Because, like, they'll, they'll like the person you are. They'll be like, ah, you know what, listen, let's save her. Because she's the only real one in here, apart from all these snakes, myself included. <laughs> yeah, going up against Valentine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, it would be hectic. But it's it's fun to watch. You know what I mean? Like yeah. watching it, like I, I miss Big Brother because it's not even on anymore. Like I, I know there was the Nigerian one, but you know, it's nice to see the different countries interacting as yeah. well. Like, but yeah, it was interesting to watch, but to go on, I just don't, I don't think that I would, I would actually prefer like even like Survivor maybe. What? Out in the bush? No, 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 no. Ah, uh, nah. Survivor and Fear Vector. Hell nah. Nah. Oh, Fear Vector. Fear Vector. As long as there's no insects involved. They're yeah, always I can't do that. And you're eating them, so it's, it's, it's late. Like... <laughs> Guys, always... I don't do bugs. I don't. Like, not even Ishwas. Like, not even that stuff. Like, I don't even... Like, when it rains, I'm I'm indoors. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm not... If a bug lands on me, I'm passing out. Like, it's not happening. Like, literally, <laughs> it's not happening. Like, like I, I hope your challenge is one way they, like, submerge you in a, in, a, in a tank full of roaches. Like, those giant roaches. And then that's your challenge to get your million dollars. I want to see if you'll do it or not. No, maybe oh, no for a meal. Maybe like roaches for uh roaches for as long as they're not the ones that make noises, like uh, the ones that I'll, is the ones yeah, that is no, there you can uh there you go into focus mode, my friend. For a meal, US yeah, yeah. And then, I would and, and die, one... I would literally die. Like yo, they put you in that tank with the with the snakes, <laughs> and they're doing that every week, fam. Yo, I would die. I wouldn't even make it to the end. <laughs> but uh, I know snake, <laughs> snake is where I draw the line. Snake is where I draw the line. Like, first, I need to know, like, you know, I don't know, like, other stuff. I'll be at like roaches and stuff like that. I'm, I'm, as long as they're big enough not to fit into my ear and stuff like that, that's fine. I'm good. But if it's like snakes, I'll have to know what kind of snakes because, like, I have a fear oh, of constrictors. Snake and man are mortal enemies. I know, like for me, the, 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 the constrictors, you know, your boas, your pythons, mm. I am not good with that because, you know, the whole being strangled to dead stuff is not cool. So I don't, I don't deal with those. <laughs> but like, like you... You don't want to get intimate with the snakes. Not at all. And they're too big. Like <laughs> I, I legit saw one like at a zoo. No, thank you. That thing is like, I'm like, nah, nah, listen, nah. Like I can take the small ones, you know, the, the, the king snakes, the hognose <laughs> snakes, the colubrids. I'll sit in that tank and chill with those homies even if they bite me because, you know, they're, they're, they're venomous, but they don't really have those hollow fangs, so it's a height. Mm. I'll sit with those, but I know the constrictors. Nah. Yet, I refuse. The snakes are a no for me, man. Like, I read my Bible too well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we don't mess with snakes here, but regarding Big Brother, um, mm-hmm. I, 
I think I would have the personality to make it as far as semifinals, but I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go. No, I think you probably win it though, because yeah, probably. Because, like, you're confident enough not to let anything bother you. That's the thing. Because most of the people, when they get into that house, things will then visibly mm. bother them. And <laughs> the, the, the time I've known you, I've not known you to be moved. To be visibly like, bothered. To be visibly bro, bothered. It's, it's one thing the I've never seen. definition of unbothered, bro. Like, like, like I'm going to yeah. take one of your pictures. Like, literally, Farry's like, I don't care. Like... <laughs> Yeah, because ah oh, no, no, like you'd make it like if, if like if I could get a picture of you and then make a sticker of an unbothered face, it would legit be awful. Because I've never ever encountered you in a situation where you're yeah. panicked or bothered. He just navigates like he moves. Like you know when they say we move, that is the we definition move. of yeah, we move. <laughs> we move. If we move was a person. <laughs> <laughs> now that you guys know we have to move, but anyway. <laughs> I don't know if that is a good thing or a bad thing, but I will take it. But the reason I wouldn't go is um, I am I'm a bit on the on the private side. I wouldn't want the the um, the celebrity that comes with that. Like like yo, I, I feel like being a celebrity, especially without the money attached to it, like fame without money. <laughs> 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 like if, if there's things you don't want that's probably high up that list it's top three like fame without money don't go there because mm. because you're pressured to be living a certain type of way and then always like you, you you can't make mistakes one well of course you can but it's going to be harsh to, to work past them yeah um yeah and you don't have you know like celebs at least like maybe let's say artists who are like big at least they have the the comfort of 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 material things, and whilst I don't think that's like a, a huge deal per se, you don't want to be as depressed as they are without the material things. At, at the same time, it feels like an extremely raw deal. <laughs> like uh, no, nah, I, I, yeah. I would, I would, it's too much. That's too much for me. Uh, yeah, well, that's the, true. The, the notoriety is good though. Like, well, for me at, at least, like I I I don't take it seriously. Like, um, yeah. you know, I've never been famous. So I'm not going to say I've experienced that, but like the, the, the pseudo notoriety that people have within each on the street, they know you. Like that's that's something that for me, I don't think would ever bother me. Like, yeah, it's just one of those things I can easily brush it, brush it aside because again, you know, it's, it's, it's just who you are and then the environment you're with. But I do understand when you say mm-hmm. that, you know, without the money, it doesn't make sense. Like if you have the money to then shelter yourself in, in a place where no one can find you and, you know, be yourself, probably mm-hmm. worth it but to be a big brother celeb and then come back to the same way you'll be known because like this yeah. celeb half-life doesn't die like for us yeah. if, if you big brother in no go ahead valentine no no you're saying so. i was saying do we have a celebrity culture here in zim please forgive me but like 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 I mean, celebrity where it's like like someone sees so and so, it's like ah, you know, can I get a picture? Can you sign something? I think to an extent, yeah, but to an extent, no, because so part of it is what I said. Like sometimes, and what's the best way to describe it? So I'll give an example of myself. 
Mm. I bumped into, I saw, not bumped into, I saw Stana. It should have been him. It really looked like him. I'm convinced it, it was him, but this was a few <laughs> months ago, before the lockdown. Okay. <laughs> I don't know him that well, but I, I was like, man, this guy, I know this guy. So I bumped into him at, what is it? What is it? Western Union. Western Union. So so one phones are not allowed in Western Union. But it was such an awkward thing because everyone was just kind of looking at him like, like that he's that guy, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, no one was really like engaging with him, which which I think is is cool because you don't always want people in your face. And then people were more concerned about their money and and you know there's there's strict rules when you're in that place. Yeah. So, so in terms of people being like recognized, I think people now and, and now because of Zimsa Libs and those type of guys, people definitely know the, the personalities, like they're more recognizable, but whether people are going to like mob them and, and elevate them to, to the extent where maybe celebrities in other cultures who have money, because the thing is, it, it, it's really about money. People like worship people with money because sometimes people with like, People with money don't have any sense, right? But people will still like be yes to everything they say because they're like, ah, he has money, so he must be smart. So, so there's kind of, I think that's what happens in the same way. The celebs don't have money, so people don't respect them as much. At okay. least that's what I think happens. Oh, I, I think you're right though, because kind of look at Jinimbi, for example. Like his celebrity status is higher than, exactly. oh, in my eyes. Is higher than someone like Jabrez or who I okay, let's not get into his music. Wow, if it's good or bad, but like for me, it kind of seems like it'll be it'll, you can instantly recognize Chinimbi, yeah, Jabrez or somewhere. Although there's this fan club called the Preciates, apparently, where Jabrez are fa- fan, fan boys and girls. I think they'll probably be happy with this one, but for the general I mean, number, I, people need to, like, I need to join that. I mean, wait, give me give me directions. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard this in passing one night, so. Apparently, there's a serious hardcore following, uh, as I was told. But, like, I think you're right. I think, remember Chiango back in the days, Philip Chiango, like, he was a celeb in his own right because the dude was 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 rich. But I don't think if, if you do anything, like, I'm, well, I don't know the comic pastors or comic pastor, but if I see him, I, I probably recognize mm-hmm. him, but it probably won't move me, but maybe it speaks to my materialistic nature. But if I see Janimbi rolling that, you know, Ferrari, I'll be like, all right, all right. I'll even, you know, pop by say what up or, you know, try but you know, for the other celebs, kind of like, I think I, I think I met Rocky once. I'm not sure where it was, but it was way, 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 way back, and I wasn't moved. Like I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Get this small country, and then moved along. Yeah, but I guess the <laughs> thing is, you know, celebrity like being famous without money or power, like that makes no sense. I I think it's because you'd rather have the money and the power because of what that can get you. Like you're most likely going to hang out with famous people if you have a whole lot of money because mm-hmm. of what you can do with it anyway. So you're going to become a celebrity because of that. Cause you're rolling with like the people you guys mentioned, don't they hang out with like at the very least like regional celebrities, most of the time, like South African celebs and stuff like that. Yeah, I think they do. I think they do. Yeah, because they have the money. No, that's interesting. But yeah, Zim is a weird person. It's the road you're from. (laughs) (laughs) But 
but like Zim celebrity culture doesn't really die that quickly though, because you could have done something in 2001 and people will still recognize you. But like in other yeah. countries, like if you did something like a decade ago, you're like not even old news, you're ancient history. Yeah. Like yeah. time there moves a lot faster and things move a lot faster than here. Because like the, the way that I can actually say I, I remember meeting Rocky somewhere means that he holds some sort of significance. Yeah. But like in America, if you ask them who um, Chameleon is or was, yeah. they remember riding dirty, but they'll never ever like they see him. Like maybe some people recognize him, but people just be like, all right, cool. Yeah, I think he can actually walk in public safely now. <laughs> yeah, true. I think that's that's just a, a reflection of maybe also like population where it's just more people and more things happening there. Yeah. Mm. True. Yeah, I think population re- reflects, but then again, I think it's just the pace of development out there in terms of you know what people are doing. Um, because if we look at what people are doing for cloud in America, for example, it's like on the bleeding edge. It's not even cutting edge. It's like past that. <laughs> What, what what's the bleeding edge of clout, man? <laughs> man, it, like I, 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 took, I, I, I took a tour of of um, uh, Snapchat well, briefly because I had never been on it and I was just interested to see what people were doing there. And there are these there are these big accounts, of course, and then there's the random accounts who are trying to grab attention and stuff like that. And some of the exposure they were making of themselves, like the, the stuff that I couldn't deal with, was like some of the. You know, people who try to be intentionally dark to garner people's attention like that, 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 yeah. for me, that, yeah, he's that dark guy, that kind of stuff, trying to be like Tyler, the creator, or back in 2000 and like 2007, Tyler, the creator, but like that kind of stuff I was just like, yeah, nah. And then the, the level of exposure people give them like body exposure. And I'm like, yeah, for fame here in Zim, hey, probably in private circles, that stuff happens, but I don't think it's there yet where people are doing, you know, ridiculous stuff just to have their video trending on on all social media yeah. platforms. I don't think I don't think they're there. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I think. Well, how did we get here, man? Oh, we're talking about idea. Okay, okay. <laughs> this happens every week. <laughs> I think it's my fault. Like, I I think I will take the blame for this one because without Ed to to rein me in. <laughs> I just go walk about. <laughs> yeah. So, so let me, yeah, let me bring us back in. Okay. So what happened is so I was not prepared and then a whole bunch of ideas just came into <laughs> my head. So I'm gonna pick one. Let me yeah. see. All right. Let me ask this one. Were you writing them down? The other one's good. <laughs> huh? Were you writing them down? No. Okay. They're just in my head. <laughs> okay. No, I'll do I'll save this one for next week. Yeah, okay, so let me do this one now. Um, so do you guys think that there's really, in, in Zim particularly, not in other countries, is there really any advantage of going to a private school? Oh, wow. You said you're going to bring it down and you just brought it back up. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> I've kind of had both experiences, uh, the whole private school, public school experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that what private school does really well are the people that they put around you um, in terms of teachers. Like you get these really crazy uh, learner okay. people and you get these like 
um, professors and stuff, and you get these talks from people you'd never even think, you know, come and talk to a group of 15, 16, 17 year olds. And I think the level of exposure they give you is really good as well. The teachers as well, like force you to think broader than that you're writing an exam. Like, well, maybe I'm, 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 let me speak for myself and say, I was lucky enough to have teachers who, you know, forced me to look at things like, yo, it's not just about, and I'll reference my English lit teacher, uh, that it's not just about looking at the text writing exam. There are a whole bunch of thought processes that come here. Um, and she gave me this um, essay by Walter Benjamin called, uh, what was it called? Humans or Humanity's Propensity to Self-Destruction. And that legit opened my eyes to the fact that, like, that was my first, like, foray into philosophy, like, as a kid. And, like, it, it kind of shaped how you went forward. And I was like, yo, like, looking back on it, it was a massive opportunity. Um, and even the things they, they, they let you do um, is, like, you, you, they, you get to explore these little niche subjects and music and, you know, the teachers you get have serious experiences. Like, I remember our chem teacher was, was, was probably in, in the the field of a very long time we got these crazy insights into how things worked like they just they just maybe it was just my personal experience because i know some people haven't had very good experiences with private school um but from my point of view like the exposure is insane like especially at the time when i was there like it's 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 good it's like at the time when i was a kid i didn't think it was worth the money but looking back on it as a parent it's kind of like yeah you know I, I don't think my kids will think the way i'm thinking or will will look at life the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. But like, it'll be cool to yeah. give them that kind of experience to say, yeah, you're going to go around these these people. And that's not to, to knock on public school teachers because there are a lot of people there because I've been in public schools. There are a lot of people there who are crazy, crazy, crazy motivated to do their work. They're open-minded. It's the exposure. But mm-hmm. what I noticed is that, and again, I'm just speaking for myself, is just that the paycheck doesn't match the person that is you know, the, the, the person in that position. Some of these guys have been, learned, read a number of things. But like when you're pulling your heart and soul out and you're not getting enough in return, mm-hmm. you then go into this, well, speaking for myself, I, I've had some crazy little menial jobs. So <laughs> I'm using that as an example. Like when you, when you, you can't put your heart and soul in something that's not, not, that's not rewarding you at the level that at least keeps you afloat. It's mm-hmm. difficult to find people like that. More than afloat, uh, I think. Yeah. So uh, public school was, was crazy because again, you, it's, it's, it's this, um, there's a vibe about it. Um, there's a sense of like, yeah, I can't even say competition, but there's a sense of an us sense. The teaching is good. You learn your subject and all that kind of stuff. Personally, in my experience, and again, this is just my experience. I didn't, I felt a, a, a tangible difference when I shifted. Like okay. you could legit, I could legit feel like okay, right. I'm gonna need to read up on some of this stuff um, <laughs> because I kind of feel left, I kind of feel I kind of felt at the, at, the, at the time left behind. Um, well, I'll, I'll stop rambling now. Okay. You all have your own stories, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I agree. I I largely agree with Valentine. So for me, it was really my experience was I think quite different from from yours, Valentine, because I. Primary school was government throughout. Uh, high school was government, and then a private school, Shungu. So I say Shungu because, like, it wasn't really <laughs> like that. <laughs> but, but, but I think it 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 still was better than um, 
uh, the government institutions or at least the government schools in that. So from, I think two aspects I can speak to personally is access to resources. Yeah. Um, so even learning material is, is not hard, is not as hard to come by. Um, that obviously is going to impact the grades you have, or at least it's going to make it easier to, to, to learn. Um, and so I said what resources and the second, which is I think more important is, well, maybe not more important, but equally as important is that uh, the, the teachers are just more motivated because they are not worried about whether they'll be able to buy bread next week. So, and, mm. and, and you can't, you can't, I don't think you can convince me that um, <clears throat> people who are not being paid to do a job can do like a great job. I mean, there's some people who are outstanding and love it and they're in that situation. So they're like, I'll do the best I can regardless and fantastic. But for, for, yeah. for, I, my, my feeling at least is, well, not a feeling. I remember vividly in, in fifth grade, when I was in fifth grade, that was 2008 or seven. So what happened in fifth grade is for a whole term, there was a strike. And for that whole term, every single day, we would go to school and just play from what from, I think from eight to whenever we went back home because the teachers weren't coming and it was about money. So you can't convince me at least from what I've experienced, that uh, people who are not being paid will deliver a service with, with, with love and, and, and care and whatnot. So those are, are some of the biggest issues for me. It's just about the motivation of the teachers and, uh, and the access to resources. And then from an outside looking in perspective, when we really talk about private, private schools, at least ones I didn't go to, my perspective is another big thing there is, <clears throat> is exposure like you're not and exposure is like a big thing because when you don't have it you don't know how big the opportunities are and what i can use an example for that is um let's take like heritage for instance this is heritage um present day or at least last year i know i was talking to one of the teachers last year and, and he was saying the kids who are in like second grade um mm. are learning scratch programming they're not learning that in government school and that could be the difference between um, your child discovering that they're super passionate about coding and pursuing that and becoming and then and, and finding their career versus them uh, then going on to code at 18 and then discovering maybe it's not their thing and all that. So it's just exposure is like really important. So I do think there's a there's a big difference. And 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 what you pay for is what you get and kind of unfortunate, but I think there's a huge difference. But sometimes also, I think the person, uh, the person always plays a big role. So it's like the student you put in that, students who've been put in the yeah. in, in, in the private schools with, with the most exposure, the best resources, the best teachers, and they haven't taken that opportunity versus a student who's been put maybe some of the worst schools and they've just grinded and then taken that opportunity. So it's so many factors, but the student is also important. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So, I think people can look. Sorry, sorry, Shana. You want to go ahead? 
we're being very polite today for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say that, um, like the student, like what Fred was saying, the student is important. Um, but I can also say that you know you can learn things retrospectively. Like mm-hmm. there are a number of things that yeah. you could be exposed to and not have gotten what it was important in the moment. But there yeah. could be some some point in time in the future where you can remember that lesson or that lesson you were taught back way back when. And then that kind of has an impact on the direction you're going to move. It doesn't happen always, but I, I thought it was just something to note. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So it does, um, well, from a, from a very simple perspective, I guess, and not really digging deep. I'm sure there are like exceptions to, to the rule, but like most of the time the divide is because of uh, financial status, right? So obviously people do what they can afford. So if um, government school is, is more affordable, that's where people will take their kids. And if people can afford private school, that's where they'll take their kids. So most of the time, even um, your, like, your environment is different, right? And I, I think all three of us can say we come from a privileged background. It's not saying that we like grew up rich or anything like that. No, but it's privilege in terms of even just being able to say that you've seen both sides, you know, cause there are some people who haven't experienced that. Like, so for me, I have not experienced both sides. I was private school through and through. The only time I, I ever experienced um, like public schools would be when we would interact with um, the kids from public schools. So, you know, like sports clubs, things like that. Um, And one of the things that I think because of the different, different environment that you're in, because at the end of the day, I truly believe that the school that you go to is obviously a result of your financial status. Most of the time, there might be exceptions, but most of the time. So, um, one of the things I noticed, and so I, I worked at a, at a college for a little while. And um, when kids would come in, I would notice that the kids from the more, from the public schools and the more underprivileged schools, their results were really good. Like <laughs> their results were really, really good. And I find sometimes the comfort of private school, it it can actually be a disadvantage sometimes, not all the time, you know, because obviously I think the pros um, outweigh the cons, but it can be because when you're comfortable and even when your your environment is comfortable, I don't know if you're as motivated to to do better. Again, yeah, there's that's, exceptions that's to the rule, but I've noticed that they're not exactly like kids from public schools aren't disadvantaged in terms of like what you guys were saying, Fari and Valentine, that it's about the student. If they put the effort in saying, you know, I want to get out of the situation I'm in, they're going to do better later on. Like obviously right now it's not comparable, but later on they'll do better because their grades will be better. Their work ethic will be better. Whereas private school, sometimes, sometimes it just feels like we're handed stuff. I hate saying that, but you know, like like private school kids, I've seen the difference between like private school kids and then the public school kids where there's this 
entitlement. And sometimes there's that thin line between no, they're just confident. Because private school, like another thing it does is it it um it brings up very confident people. Very, very confident. Be like people who be like this and I know my worth, which is very important. Because it's not just about your schooling experience, it's about how you develop as an individual. And that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want people who will settle for anything later on, you know? Yeah. But like sometimes there's that thin line between no, you're just confident and you know your worth. And like I I expect things to <laughs> fall into my lap because look at me. Like yeah. that's so, so what I'm true, I think. Like in terms of like the motivation side of things, like how do you motivate someone who is so comfortable? Like how do you get them to to yeah to realize that no the the idea is you're supposed to push above and beyond what what it is you are right now and yeah that's a difficult one <laughs> uh, yeah because the, the thing with, with, with private schools i won't out the school i went to because I, I i don't want that kind of backlash these are people i know <laughs> uh so it's it's um i think Jamie, you're right like people are really entitled because the one i went to people they, there was almost a class system um mm. In, in associated with, with, with private schools, it depended. It, it depended where you fell in the class system. And as I say, there, there were there was also a number of people like you had your academics, the guys who were legitimately grafters. This guy, this girl was a walking A. It wasn't even in question. It's just how, how they conducted themselves. And I think it's that confidence boost that, you know, there could be this super interested kid who gets the teacher they deserve. Yeah. The teacher will afford them the time to say, listen. Okay, this stuff is probably now, you know, this is for example, it's probably now beneath the level where you are. Let's push you a little bit forward. You'll pass your exam, no problem. Let's push you, let's push you a little bit forward. Let's get you yeah. ready for university. You know, that's the kind of stuff you get in in in, in private schools. And then the, you know, you have the yeah, academics, yeah. then you have your flex clack, your flex click, your sports boys, your <laughs> I'm not stereotyping because there were a lot of sportsmen, especially nice sportsmen who were very intelligent, who just so happened to be athletically gifted as well as intelligently gifted. But there is mm. a, a, a broad, you know, undifferentiated sort of mass of the sports guy, the guys who do sports. And those are the guys that, that carry themselves like the walk on water. And fair enough, I love that kind of confidence. And they performed. They did what they do very best. What limited them, in my opinion, was the fact that Zimbabwe doesn't have a sports program like outside, everywhere outside, where you could have advanced those kids in their ambitions. And yeah. they, those guys are working in, 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 in different spaces. And, you know, even in those, yeah. even in those areas, you find people who become disenchanted who won't understand. And I'll admit to say that I was one of those people who was like, you know, it's not the, the being handed thing or being motivated, just yeah. become okay. because you have to, you have to deal with a lot when you're, when you're in that kind of situation. Cause it's like, cause high school's a jungle. Let's not get it twisted. Where do I fit in it? Cause you're looking for, you know, in, in those early ages, you're looking for a place where you belong, you know, yeah. a click that is yours, that is for you, etc. So that, that stuff was really disorientating, especially mm-hmm. for me because it's like, okay, so where do I fit? So you got into this disenchanted phase, like not even, we can't call it despondency, but it's just like where every day is just, you know, folding into one another and stuff like that. So you have kids like that. And it wasn't just me, it was a, a lot of other people who were, were, were in that situation. And eventually I became an outcast, which is the other group, you know, the the, 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 the outcast, the guys into weird interests and weird things. And the, the, the veritable, like how the world those guys do is also, it varies, it's across the board. They're guys who are also weird, but very super talented. They're guys who are weird, just there. And yeah, yeah it's, it's difficult to, to motivate someone in that situation because I think you have to know what their unique, you know, in, your setup is. 
what they're going through specifically to understand how best to motivate them. Because I'm sure even in public school when I was there, you, you could see people like that as well, that you do, you do have the super smart people. And it, it, yeah. it's more likely in public school to get, you know, the because, the, you know, you have to get out of situations and education is said to be the one route. Of course, we know now that it isn't, but it's, it's said to be the, the easiest route to getting out of anything. So, you know, the push ahead and yeah. forge ahead. Then there's everybody else who's just there to make up the numbers. We know that, like, listen, we're not, I'm not, you know, academically or, you know, athletically gifted. You know, I'm just going to do my best. Uh, you know, I have an idea in mind of where I'm going to go. And mm. again, this is just me. It's a generalization for me. But then again, it, it falls both ways. I think the psychology is one. Like, no matter where you have kids, public or private school, they're going to go through some stuff, which speaks more to the education system than anything else. Of, of which probably is a broad stroke, but again, you're going to see the similar things in 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 both environments, um, be it public or be it private. But to to Faris' point, like how do you motivate people? Like, I think the one area that is lacking, I don't know if it's there at the school I was at, because um, we kind of had something like a life skills psychology coach or teacher or something like that. Yeah. But like in public schools, you won't get you know someone who sit with a kid who's obviously struggling. And say, you know what, I can see you're going through some problems. Okay, maybe you might not want to talk about it now. But if you ever want to discuss anything, you know, I'm, I'm open to it. Some people are lucky enough to get teachers who will allow them to do that kind of stuff. But yeah. it's, it's not always, it's, it's, it's not an equal opportunity. In private schools, it probably is there now where you get a school psychologist who you can just go and sit with and, you know, discuss your issues and problems with. And they can give you the help you need to probably right the ship and then see how lucky you are to be where you are and all the sacrifices going into, you know, putting you in this position, et cetera. Um, it's probably there, but again, again, it's 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 not there in, in in private schools. I think that's the only way you can get people out of that, or try to help yeah. them to find a solution to getting out of that. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing is just make the most of whatever situation you're in. Even if you're in private school, it's not a a ticket to everything. And just yeah. on a like a random detour, <laughs> like I think it's important that the parents or the guardian, whoever's looking after the kid can afford the school. Because it's one thing to have enough money for private school and it's a different thing to be able to afford it. Because that's two different things. And because it's not just about getting the kid in there, you know, for the benefits that it has. Like, you know, speaking even from experience, when you're dealing with a certain tax bracket and you're not really on the same level, and you're expected because yeah. private schools have so much like <laughs> extracurricular activities. So now the teachers, they sometimes they don't consider the different tax brackets that are there, right? So some parents yeah. have like generational wealth that's crazy. And then some parents, it's like, yeah, we have enough. You know, we opened our, our little shop is doing well. So you guys, you're going to move over. But it's not the same, right? And then the school will be like, all right, we're going on a school trip. We're going to essay or whatever so this is how much it is and then your kid can't go no you know what i mean like it's that'll demotivate them because it's like okay your kid you know the song you know the song as well i as well as i do if you ain't got no money take your broke home exactly right (laughs) go home and like that's still that'll still affect the kid in some way or not now some people are motivated by stuff like that they'll be like you know what Yeah. No more of this. One day I'm going to make sure that my kids don't have to go through this or whatever. But then it can oh, also, like, break them, 
yeah so i think it's like you have to weigh like how how to go about it like private school can be really really beneficial and i i would say in in our cases it's worked out but it's not like that for everyone and i've seen people where it hasn't worked out for them because the negatives um unfortunately influence them more so yeah i think but i mean overall like i agree with you guys it has its its benefits that are probably yeah it's more beneficial than anything else but just to be cautious because the experience isn't just being there it's about what you go through when you're there as well that's true yeah life is difficult so if you have your (laughs) let's say you you guys have kids right wow well some of us are closer than others Looking at you for right. Um, <laughs> you have kids. <laughs> You'll be surprised, man. Maybe I've got one on the way. Uh, probably one already out there in the bush. I would not be surprised. I'd be like, I knew it. Just I one, Fari. Just one. <laughs> one on the way. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, like, with with all the things you guys have experienced, um, would you want your son, daughter, sons, or daughters to go to public or private school? Home let's school. say, let's say we. Ah, okay. Look, I was gonna say, let's eliminate like um, <laughs> money and stuff, and say you've yeah. got enough. You've got enough to get them through it, um, and all that. Would you send them to public or private school? Let's say there's no homeschool option. Let's just say, would you let them go into that? Django. I, I would, I would. Um, yeah. Like after clearly stating what I think are the benefits, I, I would. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's a it's a dynamic and a fluid situation. It depends. If you see that, then maybe I don't know, man. It's a difficult one. But I would. I, I think I would. You send them to private school. Yeah. All right, and Shami. Shami is firmly on the fence. <laughs> Did the internet drop off again? Uh, ah. Well, <laughs> or maybe she's ignoring us because she doesn't want to answer the question. Uh, we'll find out in the next episode. <laughs> ah, cliffhanger. Uh, but I, I wouldn't. Like I, 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 I wouldn't. Why? Hey, okay. I, probably just my own insecurities, though. Like to say, um. You know, as a parent, you parent with, with well, I'm going to say as a parent. Okay, if I was to parent, I would parent in the sense that I would probably let my fears motivate or make decisions more than anything else. And I don't know what kids are like these days, because uh, when I was there, it was, yeah, it was help, but I, I, I wouldn't. I would, I would take Shami's option and probably homeschool um, or, get, or get them to get tutors, but obviously they'll need interaction with other kids, of course, and... I, I feel like I feel like homeschooling is just too sheltered. Uh well, they, they will get exposure and stuff like that. Like you know, um, I don't think uh, it, it's I, I don't think school in itself really offers kids what they need going forward because there's certain things you don't learn in university. Oh, don't you know? Not university, in, in entirety, high no. Yeah, but you, but but, but I think it does teach you some invaluable things about about people in general and like dealing with. True. So unless, true. unless they have real, yeah. like, yeah. unless you, you put like really good social structures around them to then learn those lessons, 
Well, yeah, for me, homeschooling is hard. Like, I, I yeah, it's a hard one to, to, to justify, but I, I do hear you. Yeah, because, like, I, it's not like I'm going to teach them everything they need to know about life. Um, but I think for me, it's more a case of if the education system doesn't move from, you know, teaching people things they don't need to learn um, yeah. and giving them more of a variety. Like, at, at 14 or 15, I think my kids should know what taxes are. Like, in depth, to know, like, this is how you deal with taxes, this is how you pay taxes, to know what the Constitution is. It's not politics. It's, I, I don't. I don't want f- for it for them to be a passion. No, I want them at least to get to the Adjusted, base level knowledge. Mm. Exactly. So yeah. if there was a way to, to, if there's any way to hybridize the two, I'll probably do that. That you know they can get some social interaction at, at a school, but most of the schooling is done with, with with tutors who probably know you know, um, who can give them more information than they would get. Because I I don't think if you well for for sciences obviously it makes sense. To do the maths biochems in in, in in a school because that's the stuff you're probably going to need going forward. But for people who are going to be lawyers and and you know um, uh, accountants and 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 you know anything uh, or anything in the humanities, if if the child has a natural affinity to the humanities, I think there are certain things they need to learn. Like if someone is going to become a politician or whatever, I think the biggest thing any politician needs to learn is history. So yeah, it's 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 it's, it's one of those. Um, so Shami, give give us your answer real quick uh, about whether you would homeschool because you kind of ignored us. Homeschool or private school your your kids? <laughs> yeah, my network dropped. First of all, nah. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, uh, no homeschool. Homeschool would be awesome, but I think for like just for for the sake of interacting with people, I would go. I would still go private school, but I would only do private school if like I'm like I would want to be on top of everything like I'd want to be that tax bracket <laughs> where no one can tell me anything so I'd want to be like the freaking mayor of the school you know what I mean like it would be <laughs> this is my town those are my kids over there so just yeah like I would be on top of it to make sure it's the type of school that I would because you know what you know you know like you don't want to raise hey like some people's kids anyway the point is but i would really i would be micromanaging i'd probably be an annoying annoying parent but it is what it is but yeah it would be fine but homeschool would be preferred and then like what you're saying valentine if there was a way to like merge you know the different things together so that there's a balance please forgive my flu-ish voice i apologize it's definitely a flu. Um, so thank you very much for joining us for this segment for this week's segment. And this is tradition. Shami will sign us off. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for joining us again, and we will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye bye.